0: Welcome to Words of Encouragement with Lionel Pearson, the podcast that aims to uplift your spirits, ignite your motivation, and inspire you to embrace the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Lionel Pearson, and together we'll embark on the transformative journey, exploring the powerful of positive words and the impact they have on our lives. In each episode, we'll dig into the art of finding hope amidst challenges, nurturing self-belief, and building resilience to conquer life's obstacles. I've seen firsthand the incredible transformation that occur when we lend our hearts to words of encouragement, and I'm excited to share those insights with you. From inspirational messages to practical strategies for personal growth, we'll celebrate the human spirit and remind ourselves that no dream is too big to achieve. This podcast is for anyone seeking a dose of motivation, seeking to find purpose, and a longing to create a life filled with joy and fulfillment. So, tune in every week as we embark on this uplifting journey together. Let's infuse our days with positivity and discover the strength that lies within each of us. Again, welcome to Words of Encouragement with your main man Lionel Pearson where inspiration meets transformation. Today we have a special segment focusing on the timeless profound prayer the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer also known as the Our Father Prayer is a sacred prayer that Jesus himself taught us. It's a treasure trove of spiritual wisdom that continues to inspire and guide people all across the world and we'll dive into this beautiful prayer and uncover the layers of meaning it holds for our lives today verse by verse. All right so if you're ready and you have your weapon with you Turn with me to the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter, reading from the the King James. Let's start at verse number nine. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The two words, the two first words of this prayer, Our Father, this opening phrase to this prayer establishes an intimate and personal connection with God. It's a reminder that we can approach the Lord with the loving trust and understanding of a child to a parent. The use of our emphasizes a communal aspect, highlighting that we all have a part of God's family. And we pray together as a united community of believers. Let's take a look at the next set of words, which art in heaven. This line acknowledges the transcendence of God. It reminds us that our God is not confined to this earthly limitations, but he exists in a heavenly spiritual realm. It encourages us to look beyond our worldly concerns and have a divine connection with our Father. Let's take a look at the last part of verse 9. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed means holy, sanctified, sacred. By saying, hallowed be thy name, we are expressing a deep reverence for God's name. It's a call to treat God's name with the uttermost respect and honor. In essence, uh, it's a plea that God's name be recognized as holy and set apart from all other names. The opening line of this prayer, the Lord's Prayer, captures the essence of our relationship with God. It sets the tone for the rest of the prayer guiding us to approach God with humility, faith, and a deep sense of respect. Are you with me? Let's keep going. Let's look at verse 10. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come. In this line, we express our desire for God's kingdom to be established on the earth. It reflects our longing for a world where God's principle of love and righteousness prevails at all times. Uh, It's a recognition that God's reign brings peace, harmony, and goodness to this world. God, thy will be done. (laughs) Uh, God, here, uh, we surrender our own will and desires to God. It's an acknowledgment that God's wisdom and plans are far greater than our own. We pray for strength and guidance to align our actions and choices with God's divine will, trusting that it leads to our ultimate goal. The last portion of verse 10 reads, in earth as it is in heaven. This phrase underscores the idea that God's will and kingdom are not limited to the heavenly realm, but showed manifest on the earth. It emphasizes the connection of the spiritual and the earthly realms. We are essentially asking for God's kingdom values to be realized in our daily lives, in our relationships, and in the society in which we live upon. This section of the Lord's Prayer is a powerful reminder of our role as co-creators with God in bringing about His kingdom on this earth. It encourages us to align our lives with God's will. Trust in his divine plan for our lives and actively work to manifest his values in this world. It's our prayer of transformation, both for ourselves and for the world that's around us. (laughs) Glory to God. Let's keep moving. Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. Give us, Lord have mercy. These two words emphasizes our reliance on God for our daily needs. Uh, It's a recognition of our dependence on the divine source for sustenance, both physical and spiritual. In asking God to give us, we express humility and trust in his provision. Look at this, this day. You see that? By specifying this day, (laughs) oh glory to God, the prayer encourages us to focus on the present moment. (laughs) Oh yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It reminds us that God's provision is not just a future promise, but it's available to us right now. And it teaches us to be mindful and grateful for the blessings we have right now, for the blessings that we have today. Look at the last three words in verse 11. Our daily bread. Bread, in this context, represents not only the physical nourishment, but also all the necessities of life, including food, shelter, and sustenance for this journey. Daily, the word daily, highlights the idea that we seek God's provision on the daily basis, recognizing that our needs Are ongoing. You see, this part of the Lord's Prayer teaches us to trust in God's provision, be mindful of our present blessings, and seek sufficiency rather than access. Um, It's a prayer for both personal substance and a call for a world where all have their daily bread, emphasizing our role in helping others meet their basic needs too. Look at verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive us our debts. In this plea, we acknowledge our imperfections and our sins. Our admission of our need for God's mercy and forgiveness. And by asking God for forgiveness, we recognize that we fall short of God's standards and we look for God to give us grant us mercy and forgiveness. The latter part of verse 12, so important, as we forgive our debtors. This part of the prayer carries profound implication and can be dangerous if we're not careful. You see, this part of the prayer links our our request for forgiveness from God with our willingness to forgive others. It's a reminder that forgiveness is not a one-way street. You see, it involves both receiving and extending forgiveness. We cannot ask God to forgive us of our wrongs and we not extend grace or forgiveness to others when they have done us wrong. Right? Right. Verse 13, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. (laughs) Oh, God lead us not into temptation this plea recognizes that humans are prone to weaknesses and the attraction of temptation it's a request for god's guidance and protection asking god to guide us away from situations or or choices that could lead us astray from his path but deliver us from evil lord have mercy you see in this phrase We seek God's deliverance we seek God's deliverance from the influence the impact of evil in our lives it acknowledges the existence of evil forces and the need for God's power to shield us from all hurt and harm God help us right here for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory (laughs) for thine is the kingdom this phrase is a declaration of God's sovereignty <laughs> uh, And uh, it's, it's not only a part of God's sovereignty But it's also a part of God's rulership over all creation It acknowledged that every everything ultimately belongs to God And he is the supreme authority over the universe It affirms that God's kingdom is eternal and unshakable <laughs> look, look at these two words the power these two words recognize that god's omnipotence lord have mercy uh, it emphasizes that god possesses the ability to enact his divine will and to bring about his kingdom purposes not ours not the enemy's but his kingdom purposes it signifies that no challenge is beyond god's ability to overcome And look at this last phrase and the glory forever and the glory forever lord here we acknowledge god's infinite glory and his magnificence it's a declaration that god's glory is eternal it also implies that everything we do including our prayers should ultimately be directed toward bringing glory to our lord and savior jesus christ As we wrap up this segment, I encourage you to take a moment each day to meditate on the Lord's Prayer. Its words carry the power to transform our lives, drawing us closer to God and guiding us in a journey toward a life of love, compassion, and purpose. I want to thank you today for joining me throughout this journey on the Lord's Prayer. And Until next time, I pray for you you will find inspiration and encouragement in every word you hear this is Lionel Pearson signing off remember you are loved you are not alone and there is hope in every moment until next time be encouraged know that I do not